67 of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony and sitting right across from me via Zoom as always is my pal De Quincy. Hey everybody. Thankful to be back. I hope everybody's doing well. Um, how you doing my man? I'm good. I'm good. Um, tired. Staying safe. Staying busy. And uh, yeah, can't complain. Is that a Superman lunchbox behind you? It is. Oh, okay. I um uh, I have this. I got this from work. Mm-hmm. Some coworkers gave it to me. Like I, my some old coworker, former coworkers of mine. I was transferring departments, and uh, they gave me a little going away gift of uh, like instant coffee and instant cocoa mixes. Mm-hmm. And they put it in that that Superman tin box or tin lunch tin lunch box, and mm-hmm. I've had it ever since for a few years now. And I keep it. Um, I keep some. You know, like. Uh, uh, sensitive documents. <laughs> <laughs> I was very sensitive materials. I was gonna be like, yeah. drugs. He keeps his weed in there. No, no, no. <laughs> sensitive work material that uh, yeah. no one would ever think to look at to look well, in if they were. Well, now you just desk. told the world. No. Yeah, but I'm working well, from home now. Yeah. Well, it, anyone who hears this will stock out your house. So wait till you leave, <laughs> and then run in there and be like, oh, where's the Superman tent? Where's ah, there it is, and then boom. They got the good stuff. They got the they goods. Got the goods. <laughs> you could come home crying in the rain like it's a 1990s R&B's uh, video. <laughs> ah, ripping your shirt. No, ah, they got my Superman. In the rain. Yeah, I said in the rain. That's my girlfriend making sure I said it was in the rain. In the rain. <laughs> yeah. That's a great lyric, too. They, mm-hmm. they got my Superman. Yeah. <laughs> um, Man, speaking of work, man, something horrible happened at my job a couple weeks ago. Well, what not at, in, at my, not at my workplace, but it was a different location. It was some final destination type shit, man. Oh no! Yeah, we uh, lost the mechanic in the worst way possible. Oh my god! Oh, my girlfriend's looking at me because I told her the story. She's wincing. Yeah, it was not good. No, 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 no. Should I tell the story? Can you, are, are you uh, not bound by any kind of? Uh, you know what? I'll just leave. Maybe keep it off here. But uh, yeah, rest in peace that man. The way he died was not. Oof, I wouldn't wish that to anybody. But anyway, on a lighter note, <laughs> we're back. Enough. Uh, we haven't done a podcast in a couple weeks. Uh, once again, that was my fault. So some of you listening will remember when we took a break because my battery charger had broke. And then it took me a while to get a new one from Amazon. Well, guess what happened? Broke again? Yes. The one I got from Amazon from the shifty third party broke. Like, oh man, you know how you have the big box? 
mm-hmm. and you stick the little three prongs in. Well, if you look inside the, the box, it's got three metal prongs that are supposed to be straight. I look inside, my three metal prongs look like snaggle teeth. They're going, they broke off inside oh, the box no. and we're going every which way. So, oh my God. Um, thankfully, my girlfriend hopped on eBay and got me a new one. Um, so, thank you, baby boo. Love you. Good, good for her because. Otherwise, you'd have to leave a review saying you're going to take your business to Radio Shack. <laughs> yeah, you know who's becoming Radio Shack? Best Buy. I got to drive damn near halfway across Houston to find the Best Buy now. Because mm-hmm. the one I used to go to, the one on um, Maryland, that one shut down last year. Dang. Yeah, they just weren't making enough money for they to um, to afford rent, so they closed up shop. For rent and to appease the stockholders, because mm-hmm. their stock is usually has been pretty strong lately. That's but you know, that's that's how it goes. I mean, you got to cut your losses on certain things to make yeah. sure that uh, the stock is doing well. Yeah, that's what happens when you're in these businesses where the only thing that matters is growth. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even matter if you're being, if it sustains, it, you have to grow. If you're not growing, it's a failure. Look at WWE. I mean, mm-hmm. they are all about that now. Well, we see with all those budget cuts they've made in the past year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still over $100. Mm-hmm. I don't know which, what- it's funny, but you know, when you uh, companies like this that are that are seemingly not non-existent in your in our communities, where we used to see them everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, and they're still doing well on the New York Stock Exchange. It's it's interesting. GameStop, another one, which is mm-hmm. you know, but that's for a whole different reason. You know, they were saved by a bunch of people, but. Um, yeah, it's it's still just bizarre to see the the, the price movement of, of some of these companies. Yeah, once it's again, like they should probably be done by now. Once again, the stock exchange is not real life, right? Yeah. But AMC to the moon, though. To the uh, remember that kid. <laughs> All right, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I saw a commercial for. Um... I'm on. I'm watching YouTube on the mute. I just saw a commercial for um, Apple's. Um, what they the little thing they do in September, the little talk. We're mm-hmm. probably going to be debu- debuting the next iPhone, the fourteen uh, or something, 14? thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, I don't know what number we're on anymore, man. Uh, which one you got? Uh, I have the twelve. All right, you finally surpassed me because I still got the eleven. You held on to that one iPhone forever. <laughs> I was doing. Five. Yeah, Apple was doing everything they could to slow down your processing speed. You were like, nope. Still got a long way to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just about done paying off this 11. I I really have no interest in upgrading, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's like, might as well just hang on to it. And then when you see something that you really like, then yeah, get it. Go yeah. for it. Maybe the yeah. 15 will be, you know, something too good to pass up. Yeah. Uh, if you happen to know, saying we really don't have a topic 
de jour today so we're gonna be bouncing around a little bit um forget the business uh like I always say, thank you for listening, download, streaming. Uh, you catch us anywhere. Podcasts are given away for free. Leave us a five-star review. We love you much if you do. And um, yeah, that's it as far as business. Let's, um, let's just hop into topic number one. We've had a crazy amount of movie trailers come out in the time that we've been non-podcasting. Um, just saw another commercial for uh the matrix uh what's it matrix resurrections yeah um give me your thoughts man i'll start with you well i've my only question is like do i have to have seen the last two in order to see this one did you see the last two i did not see the last two i don't or or not well no i think i did well i don't remember seeing the last one you remember seeing the sequel, but like barely paying attention. And I asked, and I, I talk about it because it's like, you know, these movies that are coming back, you know, 20 years after their franchises, you know, their franchise, you know, last movie or whatever. Are they trying to like rewrite the wrongs from those last movies? And possibly continuing just from the first one that made it so great that made it that gave it the reason to make these sequels because if so I'm, I'm super excited if it's a continuation of like the first one because that first movie was incredible I mean you know our generation it's like it's one of those things where you could say it's something I've never seen mm-hmm. before um, and then it just kind of got I don't know it just the, the next two just did you know it just didn't have, seem to have a direction in a way. And uh, you just try to get too fancy, I guess, with the special effects and, and all that kind of stuff. And so I'm, I, I'm cautiously optimistic about this movie after watching the trailer because it looks good. It looks interesting. Um, I mean, are they, are they going back to square one? You know, they kind of hinted at, it, hinted at that. And if so, like if we're if we're forgetting those last two and just continuing off continuing off from the first one, mm-hmm. hey, I'm all in. Um, and if not, then I'm gonna have to set a reminder to like watch it when it comes out on HBO Max. Uh, look um, at you, you're lying to our listeners. You know you're gonna watch this movie. I'm gonna watch this movie. It's just I, a matter of am I gonna watch it at home or I'm going to the movie theaters. Well, if it's on HBO Max, yeah, it again, is. then I'm definitely gonna just watch it at home because, you know, why? I mean, it, uh, COVID is still out there, like 1985 WrestleMania. Right. You know, you know, if I'm not, I don't want, I don't want my HBO Max subscription or trial or whatever it is. I think it's a trial, year trial or whatever. I don't want it to go to waste. Um, I've largely let it go to waste, but. <laughs> Um, but this is one, yeah, I, I, you know, it's one that, um, I'm hoping will be worth, like, worth the wait. Cause I mean, it's the last one of, of the atrial max run, essentially. Oh yeah. It's the last three one. Yeah. So hopefully they're saving the best for last, you know, I mean, I saw Kong versus Godzilla, Godzilla versus Kong or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine 
you know, we've talked about it. Humans just ruin everything and just like take away from valuable fight scene time yeah. that could be going on. Uh, didn't watch Space Jam. Didn't see the Suicide Squad. You know, uh, Space Jam. My son loved it, so it was good as far as I'm concerned. Suicide <laughs> Squad was good. That was a good movie. I'd watch that again. That was your son around? No. In the room with you? No. Okay. So let's hear your honest, your honest thoughts on the movie. Oh, on Space Jam? <laughs> yeah. On Space Jam, my honest thoughts are it's a kid's movie. It's not made for me. So my right. viewing pleasure doesn't really matter, matter that much. <laughs> okay. But I, di- I didn't watch it. My girlfriend and my son, they watched it together. I didn't oh, see okay. it. Gotcha. But he loved it. So as far as I'm concerned, you know, 10 stars, um, two big thumbs up. Everything mm-hmm. is great. Suicide Squad, uh, when I saw it, um, God, it's so much better than um, the other one by who made the first one? Ayers? David Ayers? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is day and night. And um, I would recommend that movie. That's probably. <sighs> I'm trying to think of where I would rank in the DCEU movies. And it's pretty up there. It's probably either second or third. Wow. For me. Yeah, you know, that's that's the problem with that first one. Is that I heard so many bad things about it. Mm-hmm. And even with from me, I still have the right. screenshot of all the, the questions I asked you about that movie. <laughs> even with uh James Gunn at the helm. Mm-hmm with Idris Elba, with John Cena, um, with a returning Margot Robbie. Like, it just felt like it still had that stigma of that first, you know, that first one that I heard was so bad. And so my motivation to not watch it or to watch it was deeply, you know, exhausted. Like, uh, No, nah, man, I'm telling you, when you get the chance to watch this, go watch this because um was... Uh... Idris Elba does an amazing job. Dick John Cena is a joy to watch. And uh, Margot Robbie, um, you know how certain actors just become the character? Like Robert Downey Jr. is just Tony Stark. And uh, Chris Evans is uh, um, Steve Rogers. Mm -hmm. Well, Margot Robbie, she is uh, Harley Quinn. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. She's amazing. Like the entire... The entire cast is amazing. It's a great movie. Damn, but, uh, that's cool. Yeah, um, and, and and you know, I, I bringing it back to the Matrix, like that's mm-hmm. the same thing. Like, is that stigma of those last two, or that especially that last one, is that still attached for me? I don't know. I'm I'm trying to get out of it. I'm trying to like remember the good times. Remember the first one that was so incredible. Um, well, I know for sure the um, what are they call the Wojciechowski siblings. They're involved. The I yeah. yeah, I can't remember how involved they were with the second and third one, but they're definitely involved with the with this one. And so for me, it's like imagine that first Matrix with twenty twenty one graphics. Mm-hmm. Like from the trailer I saw, and I'm pretty sure they're doing the same Marvel. We're only showing you as little as possible. It right. looks amazing. Like, if you go so back far, and watch, yeah. um, which one was it? One of the major movies. I can't remember the second or the third one. There's a part where Neo is fighting Agent Smith, and he looks like, like, because the computer graphics just don't hold up. He looks like a rubber Gumby man mm-hmm. out there, oh, and yeah. 
there's a scene where uh, a character jumps off a rooftop and like um, lands on another one like goddamn Batman and jumps all that and it looks beautiful I'm I'm in I only have one problem with the trailer and I've seen this many many times online no Lawrence Fishburne yet well apparently what's it Yaya is taking um his spot as Morpheus nah nah yeah, come on. Nah. Yeah. And um Agent um Agent Smith won't be back. Yeah. Um, who who Hugo Weaving? Hugo he Weaving. won't be back. Yeah, he won't be back. No, my problem is, and I don't know if you're ever seeing it, but I don't know if you've seen these movies I'm about to reference, but the problem is Keanu Reeves, long hair is mm. John Wick. Yeah, he looks looks just <laughs> he's at and, that point in his life where He's, it's probably in his contract. Look, I'm doing this movie, mm-hmm. but I'm not cutting my hair. I'm not shaving. Well, he's he's doing. They're doing John Wick four and five back to back, so oh, he probably okay. didn't have time to cut his hair and have it grow back. And you know, right? So cut his hair for the Matrix. Yeah, cut his hair for the Matrix, then come back for four and five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, when I see Connor Reeves' long hair, it's it's John Wick. <laughs> that throws me off. Like, why is John blocking bullets like that? That could have come in helpful when he's fighting the high table. <laughs> right. Yeah, you watched, you watched, you've seen those movies, right? Drum roll. I have not. Uh, and I all, hear they are all good. They're on Peacock right now. Are they? Okay. That's, that's right. They are. Yeah. Damn, I have so much to watch. <laughs> oh my God. He has so much to watch. There's so many streaming streaming platforms to go from, to from <laughs> from Casablanca <laughs> the 1940s all the way to the John Wick yeah. franchise in 2020 like I was so far behind you name a movie and I probably haven't seen it uh, shoot I'm in that same boat man uh, what was that about um but yeah, going back, I tell you, the Suicide Squad, another movie that I hadn't seen, the Harley Quinn, the um, the Birds of Prey, and the Emancipation of Harley Quinn, aka Harley Quinn in them, because it was her movie. That was good. Like I'd watch that again. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And like the girl who plays, or the woman who plays Huntress, she also played um, Ramona Flowers and uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that was a pretty good movie. A lot of DC's good uh, DCEU movies just come out when they're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, before they uh, took all the power away from um, Zack Snyder. But yeah, if I was them right now, I would throw the bag at um, James Gunn to handle everything movie-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That'd be my, that's option B. Option A is to throw, literally throw a billion dollars at Kevin Feige. <laughs> <laughs> now write him a check. Literally just throw the money at him until he comes over. Right. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a good movie. Um, the Matrix. I hope so. You know, I, I really do. Like, it's a strong franchise. It's, it's, uh, I mean, it's Keanu Reeves. I mean, if anything, it's Keanu. Yeah. Like, who doesn't like Keanu Reeves at this point in 2021? Like, 
if you don't like, if, I mean, if you dislike him, there's something really wrong. <laughs> You're morally corrupt if you don't like him. Right. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the other big trailer that came out while we were on break. Uh, the Spider-Man uh, No Way Home trailer, mm-hmm. which A, looks awesome, and B, we're only seeing like 1% in the movie. I'm okay with that, you know? Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with them hiding Andrew and Toby. Or, wait, A, Garfield and T, McGuire. Or, <laughs> wait, no. Andrew G and Toby M. <laughs> I know what Simpsons episode that's from. That's how... <laughs> you corrupted me, man. I know. Lisa the vegetarian. Yeah, like uh, Lisa S. No, uh, L. Simpson. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Marvel's been doing that ever since. Um, what was that? Uh, Iron Man three. Iron Man 3 was the last time they gave us too much to look at the trailer when they gave us the end shot with all the armors. Now we're lucky in a trailer. Like, we're lucky we actually get to see stuff that makes it to the movie. Mm -hmm. I'm still waiting for that big Wakanda Forever running fight at the end of uh, Infinity War. Right. It's trailer, man. I mean, just like they're, you know, they've done it again. And just with all, I mean, all the speculation and rumors and whatnot, like, obviously it makes it fun. It makes it interesting. But, you know, we finally got some footage and the footage so far looks great. Um, and, you know, yeah, it's going to be cool to see those guys, those other, you know, incarnations of Spider-Man, those from those other, from the multiverse. But to end that trailer with Doc Ock, to mm. see Alfred Molina back, to hear that voice saying "Hello, Peter," you know, just I mean, worth worth the two minutes alone right there. And all the little teases we got, we saw electricity. It looked like Electro. Mm. Uh, the, the uh, not the pumpkin bomb, the goblin bomb. Yep. Um, and the laugh. Did we not hear the laugh? Yeah. Yeah. The, William uh, Defoe. That'd yeah. be awesome. Awesome to see him. I wonder if, like, if Sony and Marvel, you know, continue to play nice. Is this a way for them to backdoor a Sinister Six movie? I mean, it looks like they could do it. They've already got... You've got the Vulture could always be in play. Mm-hmm. Doc Ock. Um, uh, Goblin. Mm-hmm. You could always bring back Mysterio somehow to bring back Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, let's not forget Mor- Morbius. Morbius. That Who's- movie got pushed back again. It's the next year, right? Yeah, let me see. January 28, 2022. Wow. Oh, what really? That's yeah. not that far away, actually. I mean, all things considered, like no movie has really been hasn't really been on time lately. January 2022 isn't that bad. 
Um, I thought they pushed back Venom too. They pu- let me check. But I just saw a trailer for it and it said like October 1st. If I I know they pushed it back, but I think they moved it back up because like it says release date going to be October 15th. Okay. Well, yeah, I didn't know if it was coming out this year or next, but because I saw the, the trailer. I just saw a trailer for it the other day mm-hmm. on TV. Yeah. And I was surprised. Yeah, because it uh, had it got pushed back two weeks uh, a while ago, like a month ago, and it looks like that they're just gonna leave it there. Mm-hmm. It looks. Uh, did you see the first Venom? I did. Uh, How did you like it? I thought it was good. Like it was, it was cool. Um, yeah, it, it like. I liked, um, I mean, obviously, I liked Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked the interaction with the actual, you know, species itself. Wait, I'm sorry. If the Venom movie, the next one was supposed to come out on October 1st. It was pushed back to October 15th and then moved back up to the 1st. Right. Yeah, because I'm looking at on Google, it says the 15th, but the commercial I saw, I think like yesterday or Wednesday or something. It said like August, uh, October first. Yeah. So I was like, I yeah. couldn't believe it's like this close already. Like, that's, that's cool. cool. Like I'm, you know, I'm yeah. excited. Google lied to me, and Wikipedia told me the truth. Who saw that coming? <laughs> yeah. Where can but, you see the first one? I know it's on somebody's streaming. It might be, uh, let's see. Uh, it's all rented. You can rent it. Amazon Prime, YouTube, Google Play. What the hell with that? Yeah. You would think, you know, with your sequel coming out, you put your first one out there so people could watch it. Mm-hmm. Oh, um. Mark it down. September 22nd, mm-hmm. 7 p.m. on FX. September 20. Okay. It's, all right. So it's on television at least. Oh, it's on TV. Man. Right. The problem with that is as soon as a commercial comes, I'll change it to something else and then, you know, either never change back or change back like after 45 minutes when I miss a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I'm sorry we got off topic there. Back to Spider Man. I'm I'm excited to see this movie. Have you heard these people complain about Doctor Strange would never do something so reckless? Um, yeah, actually, people on here complain about Doctor Strange would never be that reckless as to make a spell to, you know, make people forget. Peter Parker is Spider-Man. I'm like, did you see the first Doctor Strange movie or not? What was the cause of that accident? He was looking at... He had a damn MRI on his dashboard. (laughs) Like, don't ever forget that. This dude is super reckless. He he may be more... More... um, What's what I'm looking for? Virtuous? 
Mm-hmm. Like maybe a better person, but that recklessness is still there. Yeah, the ego is still there. Yeah. And from what we see, it wasn't even his fault. He was doing the best he can, but Peter was trying to make this like a Domino's order and fix a spell. Mm-hmm. And the ego really on the guy, Stephen Strange. Mm-hmm. He's not even a practicing doctor anymore, and he still calls himself Doctor Strange. <laughs> but let me tell you, that is a doctor thing. <laughs> it doesn't matter how old, young, how long they've been out of the game. Once they get that DR, they want it for the rest of their lives. I guess you got it. You and when you finish all that school and stuff, you you have to have <laughs> yeah. some part, some ego. Like you did something like, what's the drop off rate, doctors? Like what, sixty percent, seventy percent? It's something high. Yeah. So mm-hmm. high, I've lost count. Mm-hmm. Wow, I can never do that, man. I've, even when I was younger, even when I was like, oh, I like to help people and everything, I could never. Like I could never stand stand blood, and I couldn't stand the side of people in pain. So they made doctoring a no go. Man, if my grandma's is listening, I'm sorry, Grandma. <laughs> sorry, Miss Hobbs. <sighs> no, I know, I, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I couldn't be a doctor, but you know, I'm out here putting my voice on the internet. So, what that makes you proud, Grandma? I'm sure it does. Um, what was I gonna say about Spider-Man? You mentioned the, the criticisms of, of Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, it's just you look at any read any Doctor Strange comic ever. That man has an eagle the size of Montana. Yeah. Pretty big. Man, I don't have anything like really break. I'm not hearing the oh break down the trailers. Uh, screen by screen it's like i'm just excited to be able to go back to the movies and watch the marvel films again yeah and, and you know the trailer itself was pretty self-explanatory mm-hmm. like he's running away from being exposed as he's trying to run away from being exposed uh, as spider-man mm-hmm. you know once once your identity is revealed i mean everybody that you care about is a tar- could be a target is in danger, you know, and he was he's willing to do anything, and that means changing, you know, or opening up a multiverse accidentally, you know, um, and yeah, it's gonna it looks like it's going to, uh, you know, it's gonna open like it's, it's gonna open up, it's. It's gonna open up the universe. And... Yeah, everybody's just fucking the multiverse up. You see that Wanda yeah. did it, um, Sylvie did it, and now Doctor Strange just messing up the multiverse for everybody. And now you know anything is up for grabs. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, if you've been watching the What If series on Disney Plus, you see that. And I know you're a little behind, but the last couple episodes have been fire. Nice. Yeah. Um, speaking of Marvel movies, you wanted to talk about Shang Chi. Yeah, have you seen it? No, I have not. Oh, okay. 
just have not found time to tear myself away from this busy life of work and being a family man. Right. But you, you want to talk about it? Go ahead. Hmm? You want to ask if I've seen it? Have you seen it? I know you haven't. No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I know you haven't. Um, yeah, I mean, I've heard you know, I've heard good things about it the whole time. Um, you know, I'm like, the reason I want to talk about it is like, it's like, it's so hard to keep up with all these characters and movies and whatnot. And um, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to see it. And I feel kind of bad. It's like, there's, you know, Try to keep up with with this with the big story or the big arc of phase four, you know, if if you want to call it that. Like, what is this all leading to? And you know, do I have to keep up with every single thing to get there? You goddamn right. You gotta watch every movie, every show, every interview, every everything. Some more Kevin Feige saying, hire that man. <laughs> That's the kind of attitude we want here at Marvel, mm. Disney, Disney Marvel. I think you don't have to watch everything to get like the main story, but there are going to think if you don't watch everything, there are going to be things that you miss. Mm. And, you know, little inside things. But honestly, that's been honest. That's been happening the entire MCU if you haven't been reading the comic books. Like, if you read the comic books, I can predict where they're going to do, where they're, going, where they're going. Like, the entire thing of No Way of uh, no way Home, like, the basis of the story is a story from the Spider-Man comic books One More Day, where uh, spy- during the events of Civil War, uh, Peter Parker lets the world know that he's Spider-Man because he has to sign up for the Superhuman Registration Act. And then because of those events, um, Aunt May uh, is shot. An assassin tries to kill him, but accidentally hits Aunt May. And while she's in the, ho- she's in the hospital, he makes a deal with um, Mephisto to get his identity, to get his secret identity back. And that's what I- that's what happened. He gets his identity back. And of course, because it's Peter Parker, um, high jinx and calamity and shoes. <laughs> right. And they're just, they're just modifying that story for, uh, for 2021. Because even now they're in the comics, they're fixing their retconning parts of that story as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, if you just pay, they're mining their comic books for their future movies. You can see that. So, so if you read the comic books, you're already a little bit ahead. But just because yeah, you have a thought of where you're going doesn't mean that's going to go exactly the way you think it's going to go. And that's fine. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't mind that. Um, it's just, it just seems kind of overwhelming. I mean, and like, but if you're overwhelmed now, wait till they introduce the Fantastic Four and the mutants. Well, that's another thing. It's like, I'm not... I'm also at this point where, like, I've already seen the main 
guys. I've seen Cap and Thor and Iron Man and the Hulk and Black Panther. Like, I don't know if I, if I have time, if I have, you know, enough room to make for Shang-Chi and the Eternals and, you know, another Doctor Strange and another Captain Marvel. Like, I've seen all those. Like, I've seen them on the screen and what they can do and another Ant-Man. That's three Ant-Man. It's three Ant-Man movies. It's a lot. <laughs> like, what more can we do? You will watch Paul Rudd, sir. You will love him. <laughs> I am, you know, look, I, I'm patiently waiting for when they get FF right. Mm-hmm. When they um, when they do a new um, a new vision for for X-Men. You know, X-Men, I think, has been, uh, it's like 50-50 booking. It's like <laughs> half of them are good and half of them are not good. And it just kind of goes back and forth. What's your um, favorite X-Men movie? Man, I think it's First Class. Yeah. The stylization of the movie, just, you know, the new characters, um, or... Yeah, you're getting to see the the X Men characters. Yeah, you know, and look, I know I talked about, I just talked about introducing new characters and whatnot. But you know, I grew up an X Men fan more mm-hmm. than anything, so it's like it was exciting to see Beast, you know, on screen um, and Banshee and and um, a young Magneto and and you know Mystique. You know, that that was all cool. Like I, I and uh, you know the Hellfire Club and. and um, Michael yeah. Fassbender was in his bag. Right. You know, so, you know, it was cool to see that in, you know, the starting over the franchise. Um, yeah, I would say, yeah, first class is probably my favorite. And then I might even say Days of Future Past after that. Because it kind of combined all the, like it combined like really good parts of, all of the like both franchises essentially both x-men franchises days of future past i remember that's the one that, that wolverine has to go back in time and stop mm-hmm. the encounter of the sentinels and richard nixon <laughs> sorry every time i think of that that movie right there, I reminded uh, her podcast. The guy was like, "So who's the main? Who's the bad guy in Days of Future Past?" And I'm like, "I have no idea." <laughs> because anyone that you put, you say isn't really the bad guy in the movie, you'd be like, "Oh, what about Trash?" But it's like he hasn't built the machines yet, and in mm-hmm. fact, if Mystique never tried to kill him and got captured and they used her DNA to make the Sentinels and that would happen. So it's like, who's the really bad guy in this movie? Right. But uh, I'm I'm just excited to see an X-Men movie where it's not just a one-person show. Because that's what the first three X-Men movies became. It was Wolverine and his traveling pack of buddies. Mm-hmm. And then when they re well, did their soft reboot, it was basically Mystique 
And I understand the decision making in both of those movies, um, both um, uh, Hugh Jackson and um, Jennifer Lawrence, they became the biggest stars out of those movies, but they kind of yeah. just sucked up all the air for anyone else. Right. No, absolutely. It became less of a family movie and it was like um, uh, Hobbs and Shaw? No, there's um, shoot, I can't remember the name of the band I was going to give. This is embarrassing. Um, they're going to take away my black card as soon as I say this. Last Night in the Pips. I could not remember Last Night's name. That's what <laughs> those movies became. It became just right. hours of that. Diana Ross and the Supremes. Yeah. <laughs> Another one. I could not remember uh, Last Night's name for anything. I apologize for that. Uh, but yeah, I want to see an X-Men movie where they're actually a family. And right. like, I can't wait to see what stories they take because I, I don't know if you've been reading the current X-Men run, but ooh, boy. Ooh, boy. That good, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Since they start, they rebooted under Jonathan Hickman a couple of years ago. It's just been, they've been cooking with grease since then, man. <laughs> well, that's good because then that means, you know, there's going to be uh, stories that they can pull from that should translate well on the big screen. Hopefully, mm-hmm. you would think, especially with Kevin Feige at the helm. Yeah. Like at this point, he really hasn't done much wrong. Um, so yeah, hopefully he still has that magic touch with the X Men, with like my favorite franchise. And but and again, I'm I'm just patiently waiting, you know. I'm in no rush, because if you rush it, then it's gonna be like, what's the rush? Like, it's terrible. Um. Uh, all right. Uh. Let's see, moving on. I had something about more comic books, but I can leave that nerd stuff for another day. So let's talk about the two big albums that came out. Kanye West, Donda, and Drake's Certified Lover Boy. I had, so first, a, uh, I had a segue for you. Oh. I didn't know if you were ready for it. Early, but it was early. It was before we started talking about Marvel. Oh. You, you mentioned, or no, while we were talking about Marvel, it was early on, though. You mentioned... Doctor Strange's ego. Mm-hmm. He said that man's ego is the size of Montana. And I was going to say, speaking of Montana, huh. Kanye's put on a new album. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I just clipped you at the knees, my man. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> like it, it was too soon. It was too early. It was. It was too soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. All right. Speaking so, of Montana, speaking of, have you listened to either album? Man, I started listening to the Kanye album, mm-hmm. um, and I just. Didn't have time to finish all 78 songs. Or wait, wait, how many songs are there? What, like 54? Something I like have that. no idea because you I, know, know. I think I think I heard 37. I, I, 30, I, oh, geez. Jesus. At this point. Um, um, tracking this. Oh, 
man. It might not have the track. I just want the track list. Why do they make this so 27. Long? Okay, 27. 27. Um, 27 songs, an hour and 48 minutes. Jesus Christ. And the very first track is the Donda chant. 52 seconds of them just repeating her name. And like, that's a rough way to start, in my opinion. And it's like, I got to sit there just for 52 seconds. Like, because is it going to, is it like, are the last two seconds going to like fade into the next song or mm-hmm. is it just going to be a stop? And it's like, I don't know. You have to listen to it to, to figure it out. And it's like, that's exhausting when it's just Donda. Donda, Donda, yeah, and, and so on. Um, another thing, like, I, you know, and I have friends that have confirmed as such or, or recommended as such, but I do like being able to sit down and listen to an album mm-hmm. and not do anything else. Like, not as background music while I'm cleaning or while I'm doing working from home or working out. Like I want to sit down and listen to an album to see if I like it or not. And I don't have an hour and 48 minutes to just sit there and listen to an album and pay to it. Like that's a long time to like, it's not like I'm watching a movie. Mm-hmm. Like I'm literally just sitting there and listening and I would like to do that. I just don't have the time to do it. So I only got through maybe four or five songs. So I, my, my assessment is very incomplete, um, but I've heard mixed reviews, mm-hmm. uh, but people that I trust have said it's, it's really good. Like it's better than his last two albums, but it's not quite uh, a friend said, yeah, as said as much, it's better than his last two albums, but it's not quite as good as like uh, the life of Pablo, for example, which is a great album. So I'm curious. I'm still curious to finish you know, what I started listening to. And I'm hoping, you know, they'll put on vinyl, of course. <laughs> but have you listened to it all the way through? Uh, I can't. Uh, and it's got nothing to do with the music or anything. It's all about Kanye West. <laughs> the person, but, the man. Yeah, like... Ever since he put on that MAGA hat and said slavery was a choice, I've been out on this man. Sure. And I know people will say, oh, it's because he's got mental health and he's um, got this and that. And it's like, but that's his choice not to medicate. Mm-hmm. Like he refuses to take his medication. At what point does, at what point does he take responsibility for the stuff he says? Mm-hmm. You can't just sit here and be like, oh, mental health and wave that blanket over it and pretend like everything he does is okay. It's like, if you're choosing to be selfish, you're choosing to not take care of your, your body and your mind, you know, you still, there's still consequences for that. Yeah, and part of consequences is like, I'm not going to sit here and just let that, I'm not going to sit there and let this just be excuse. Because there's plenty of people out here in the world that take, that have you know, horrible mental health um, and you know, their brain is fighting themselves and they're constantly struggling to make it through the day, but they're not out here being damn fools. They take their medication. They 
go to their therapist. They handle what they're supposed to handle. Mm-hmm. And for Kanye West, just because you're rich and famous, you don't have to do that. Someone's always going to make the excuse for it. And there are millions of people living around the world that don't have someone, you know, making an excuse. Like other people, are like, oh, you're crazy. You get shunned. And, and Kanye West, oh, you're crazy. Let's give you loads of money and attention and we'll stream your almost two hour album. So I'm like, I'm not doing that. Right. Especially for I'm not spending that much time on an album that's not perfect. You know? Like his Yeah, first, that's another thing. Absolutely. Like his first, like the first three albums, the the big three, it was what? Uh let me see. College dropout, late registration, and uh what was graduation. One? Graduation. Yeah. Those three might they're up there with like michael jackson albums like they're mm-hmm. they're classics they're perfect but but i'm not wasting my damn time on anything that's like a c c plus at best especially all after all the antics he pulled putting the album out mm-hmm. having these stupid release parties and half just, the songs that he played there aren't even on the album yeah and you're right i mean if like it's it we we get frustrated and we get mad enough when an album has a lot of filler and it's not that great. And it's only like 45 minutes, you know, it's like 10 songs in like 45 minutes, but you're right. Like for an album to be that long, to have that many songs, uh, to have that many, like, four and a half plus minute songs it should be damn near perfect Mm -hmm. one two three four five six seven eight nine ten ten out of those 24 songs 27 songs i mean they're are over four minutes the third of the album yeah. Uh, the last track is 11 minutes and 30 seconds. I beg your pardon. <laughs> yeah. I beg your pardon. Yeah. Jesus Lord part two. And Jesus Lord is eight minutes and 58 seconds. <sighs> no, thank you. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I. I I just again just gotta find some time to, to sit through it. Um yeah. and you asked me about uh CLB. Oh are we done with Kanye? I think so. I think we've yeah. spent enough time. Yeah, CLB has this all right, let's go, Drake. CLB, same problem. It's 21 songs in the album. Mm-hmm. It's too damn long. Why is it? Uh, oh, hold on. Let me get my cane and my mess of music. I'm being old man. Why are these albums so damn long? <laughs> Give me 12 to 14 songs. That's it. That's it. That's all I need. And Drake is. Have you listened to his album yet? I haven't. And here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was coming out. Houston didn't get a, a billboard, I don't think. Yeah, it did. Oh, it did? 
yeah it, the houston billboard was uh the hometown hero is on the, the album, album and for a while people thought it was going to be trey because trey has an album that's called hometown hero and you know if anyone's been a hero to the Houston era, it's been trade or truth with everything that he's done around the community, um, you know, after Hurricane Harvey, all the flooding, he's been out there. But no, it was Travis Scott, uh, who, if it was born in Missouri City, I believe. So, all right. Him and, uh, oh man, who's, uh, oh, him and um, from Miami, the Heat. Uh, are you talking Jimmy about Butler? Oh, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I'm from Cyprus or something. I'm not from Houston. Wasn't that like his big thing? I think so. That's fine. Go where you want to, Jack. <laughs> Anywho, um, one great title of of the album. Mm-hmm. I I I think that's an awesome title. Two, you're right. Twenty one songs in an hour and twenty six minutes. I just man. Like my favorite bands, I, I don't think I could do that. Like for their new for a new album from like one of my favorite bands. Like that's just a lot. That's just a lot of Drake. I always feel like the old man in the club with these albums. It's like oh, I got work in the morning. I can't be listening for an hour and a half. But you, so you haven't listened to it. I haven't listened to it. Um, why don't you just tell me your thoughts on Drake? Because I have something to say and I want to leave it for last. Uh, man, I, I don't listen to a lot of his music. I, I mean, I, I'm familiar with like, you know, like you play a Drake song. I'm, uh, I'm never surprised that it's him. Like you can pretty much tell who it is. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know, he's, I don't, have, I don't have too much of a problem with like his music. Uh, kind of creepy, to be honest with you. Like, like hanging out with that kid from Stranger Things that, little girl or whatever millie bobby brown yeah you know that was that's always kind of weird seeing like them tweeting each other and i don't know uh loves houston can't knock him for that cannot knock the man for that he's got good taste in uh favorite cities and i gotta say i really turned a corner on the man when i saw him in that state farm commercial during the super bowl Hilarious. I, I gotta say, it was a hilarious commercial. The one where he's the uh, um, double for Jake? Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. I mean, that was a brilliant commercial to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like that uh, one of his songs was used in those viral TikTok videos where people were getting out of their cars. While it was moving, in his defense, he can't control what he would do with his music. Very true. I, I I totally agree with that because, yeah, um, I, I don't knock a lot of people, a lot of uh, big celebrities, um, influencers who say things and then their followers like follow it or whatever, like run with it. Like I don't hold them responsible. You got to hold the stupid people that do these stupid things. Mm-hmm. But the fact that that song caused all that crap is just like frustrating, <laughs> but also hilarious because seeing some of these people get like run over by their own cars while it's moving. Absolutely hilarious. Falling out of their own cars. 
can't get enough of that. Um, but the other one, you know, all the other ones that are successful, I guess it's just like, oh man, like what what is happening to the world? These people are stupid. <laughs> Stay on topic, man. Um, overall, I don't, I don't have too much of a problem with Drake. He's all right. He's good. Yeah. So, I have two problems with Drake. Mm -hmm. The first one is one you touched on. His, I don't want to say grooming, but his, Mm -hmm. his, I don't want to say grooming because I don't want anyone to hear this and, you know, we get hit with any kind of um, legal issues, but the way he acts around these young teenagers, mm-hmm. teenage women, it's it's not kind of, it is creepy. Like, Drake is seven months younger than me. And oh, I, he, yeah, he'll be 35 uh, in October. I turned 35 in March. So, yeah. I can't imagine being around a teenager more than five minutes. And every year during the summer, we have uh, high school students um, that work with the city as interns, mm-hmm. paid interns. Let's make sure we get that right. Yep. Paid internships. And like they're c- cool for children, but I would never want to like have a conversation with them outside of work. Right. Because nothing we, have to nothing, say. we have nothing in common. And that's okay. Like we should, like we have, we should be nice to each other. We be cordial. But I, as an eighteen-year-old teenager, you should not want to hang out with me. As a thirty-five-year-old man, I don't want to hang out with you. Right. Now, our generation, our as our generation, as we're getting older, is more adaptive mm-hmm. than say, like my parents. Like my dad, barely even knows what TikTok is, and when he was thirty-five, probably wouldn't have kept up with it. But we keep up with it. Like I know what TikTok is. Mm-hmm. I don't do it. I don't follow it. But I know it's out there, and I know what what goes on. Yeah, for for me, that's how I feel with uh, with my son. He's eight years old, and as I, he keeps getting older, I want to be. I want to know about the trends, but have nothing to do with them. Exactly, <laughs> and this, like he should, be, Drake should be doing the same, the yeah. same mentality. No, yeah. it's out there. I know it's out Be there. Be cognizant. And it. I know what they're doing, but I don't want to take any kind of part of part of it. Like whatever my son's doing in 10 years when he's, you know, in high school becoming like I want to know the lingo. I want to know what he's doing, but I'm not gonna be out there act, you know, actively embarrassing him and trying to do what he does. I right. just want to be aware of it. And that's where Drake should be, but that's not where he is. He's like actively involved himself in these teenagers and and um you know young 20 year olds and it's just creepy as hell to me it's like you know who who which one of those first former first ladies uh betty ford or nancy reagan or what mm-hmm. what was that their famous saying just say no <laughs> that was uh <laughs> nancy reagan yeah that was reagan that should apply more so than ever yeah <laughs> today 
You don't want to be the old man. In the Do all the drugs you want. <laughs> Just say no to TikTok. Doing all the if drugs. If you're 35 make, Yeah, doing all the drugs make you say yes to TikTok. That's a bad problem. Mm-hmm. But, and okay, so that's my problem number one. Drake's apparent grooming of young women in Hollywood. Number two, it's his music choice. Like, what he raps and sings about. And, and like I understand that every artist has a lane. Like Pusha T, he raps about selling coke. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rick Ross, he raps about having luxury things that I can never afford. And I understand that they do it on every album, and I accept it. And you know, you find a lane, you get in your lane, and you do it, and you make great music. The problem with Drake is his lane is a lane that I'm no longer interested in. His lane is, oh, this woman did me wrong and I'm the underdog. And then when I'm, I'm going to make it and be, be great. It's like, you've been doing this for 10 years. You made it 10 years ago. You were yeah, no but you're, the underdog. Yeah, but you still want to talk about the under, You still want to talk about how you're underdog or still want to talk about, oh, how this girl did you wrong 10 years ago. And it's like, but I don't want to hear about that anymore like 25 year old Quincy might have found interest in that in that being you know the fact that I'm not where, mentally where I am now where I'm like yeah this girl did me wrong three years ago and Drake singing how I feel yeah 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 but 35 year old Quincy is like I've been in a relationship for a long ass time I got a son like the shit that you sing about then rap about I don't care about mm-hmm like you're talking about, oh, this woman did me wrong. It's like, bro, you're 35 years old. You need to, like, um, who was it? Gal will stay on Street Fire. Go home and be a family man. Right. Go raise that <laughs> child. Like, you should not be on an album complaining about, oh, well, this woman, she won't talk to me anymore. Or what was this song? There's a song that he has with um, Future that I hate where it's like, oh, I should have put you where no one could find you because you're in these big cities like Houston and Dallas and you're doing all this stuff and you get, you're taking these trips and you're doing, it's like, dude, why are you being such a fucking simp, a sucker right now? Let that woman free, you bitch. Man, you should get the rap game. It's like, you, you are too damn old and too damn rich to still be singing about this, man. Exactly. Uh, and like his music still hits with the younger generation that still feel that way but for me it's like you should not still be holding on to what some ex did to you 14 years ago mm-hmm. are you just never going to move on are you never going to make more relevant music and if you don't that's okay that is your choice but it's also my choice to not give you any more attention yeah, no, of course. And this is like, that's why I just like his old stuff, it still hits. It hits because when I think about it, I think about me being that age where I heard it. But I don't want to hear this new stuff going on, singing the same stuff that you sang three, four albums ago. Because honestly, it was better three, four hour, albums ago. That's, that's a, a big issue that that artists and bands have you know that's that's the biggest issue i think that artists that musicians face is like 
how do you stay relevant? How do you stay fresh without repeating yourself, but also maintaining the integrity of those first, like maybe that first amazing, great album that like got you to the dance that got you all this attention. Like, you know, people want to hear this, especially with bands that I listen to. It's like, Oh, like, what about that first, their first album that they put out like 20 years ago? And it's like, yeah, you know, they were kids at the time. Um, they had more angst or whatever and, and you know, more drugs and alcohol in them. They, they've all gotten clean and um, have money, a lot of mo- more money now than they had back then. And, um, oh, uh, and it's like they're putting all this um this anger and rage in their music and then they make it big it's like well have you ever seen someone angry and rage on a uh, jet ski no you haven't (laughs) and so it's like oh they lost something you're damn right they lost all that anger because they're rich now yeah they're they're living the good life um and like yeah you want to hear that first album again but you you can't necessarily go back to it it's hard to duplicate yeah, um, and, and all you can do as a consumer is actually go back to that first album, because no matter I what they all the put time. out, yeah, it's never going to hit the same. Mm-hmm. And like for Drake, like he changes like the sounds of his music, like he'll adopt whatever's popular at at the time. And his fans are like, "Oh, look at him! He's evolving! Can't you give him credit for that?" I'm like, he finds what's popular, puts his spin on it, and gives it to you, mm-hmm. like. I don't think that's really like evolving. That's just like, you know, licking your finger and seeing what, putting your finger up in the air and see which way the wind's blowing and adapting to that. And right. even when he does that, his lyrics, same thing that they were 10, 15 years ago. The sound changes, but the man himself and what he's saying about never does. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I don't want to, I don't, if you're a Drake fan, that's fine. If that's how you feel, if you love him, then love him. I'm just telling you how I feel from my perspective. He's not going to change, and I accept that. So if he's not going to change the way that he does his music, I'm just not going to listen anymore. Yeah, at some point, somebody, something's got to give. And somebody's got to move on. Hmm. And more so than not, it's going to be the consumer. Mm-hmm. And trust me, people, Drake will be just fine without me or any of us, you know, 35 plus year old people listening to him. Mm-hmm. He's got all these young people that he's going to be just fine. So enjoy your music. If it makes you dance and makes you shake your ass, that's great. I just don't, it don't hit anymore. It just mm-hmm. doesn't hit like it used to. So I just don't sure. listen anymore. Hey, I sent you a text. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, I saw it. What are your thoughts on that, that statement? A comedian I follow posted that when I think when CLB came out. So they say the post said Kanye is better at making music. Drake is better at rapping. Their strengths are each other's weakness. It's a shame they won't make music together because it'd be the greatest album ever. They're not going to make music anytime soon because they're beefing right now because Drake um, accused Kanye of telling uh, Pusha T stuff about Drake and that's why all that intimate knowledge was on the uh, story of Adelon record that came out, what's it been, two years ago? Yeah, it, no, it, it it was in the before Corona time, so it must have been two years ago. 
so they've been beefing back and forth. Um, the biggest victim in all of this was Andre 3000. I heard. Yeah, if you, for those who don't know, Andre 3000 was approached by Kanye to have a to be on the Donda album. And since, you know, the entire album was supposed to be like, it's supposed to be a dedication to Kanye West's mother, um, Andre 2000. He wrote, basically, he, um, he wrote his verse and it was basically like, what's what I'm looking for? Basically an ode to his mother who had passed away many years ago. And like the song that Kanye wanted to put on was just not the song for that verse. So it got taken down and then Drake's lame ass leaked the verse. And then Andre had to come out and basically be like, Hey, I'm sorry that I wasn't on the album. You know, I wanted to be, but the song, it just didn't work for what I wrote. And, you know, I don't want to be for anyone. I, I love, I want, I wanted to be on this album. I wanted, I wanted to be on, um, um certified lover boy i love everybody i want to work with everybody and it's like you two jackasses just caused us to lose an amazing andre 2000 verse how dare you that man isn't out here putting verses like that anymore he's not working like i pray that we get one more outcast album before i slip beyond these earthly coils but it doesn't seem like it's gonna happen so how dare you drake and kanye take that away from us but back to your your original question would they ever work together Uh, maybe if they say go ahead i said maybe if they stop beefing but that may not be until five, ten years down the road? Because both of them seem like people just hold grudges forever. Mm-hmm. Would you say uh, the, the first statements about one being a better rapper, one being a better music maker is accurate? Hmm. So what was it? You said Drake was a better rapper? Right. I, and- I think at their peaks... Kanye's was better. Now, um, Drake may have the edge on him mm-hmm. now, but I'm not sure about who's the better at making music because they both can find whatever producer they want to get, and both of them made extremely popular music since they debuted. That's true. And I know a couple weeks ago, people were bringing up who would win in a versus between Kanye and Drake. And of course, it was divided along age lines. Everybody under the age of 30 was like, Drake will win, no problem. And they were <laughs> above, the, above the age of 30 were like, man, Kanye will crush it. Wouldn't it be a contest? And I'm like, if you go through their song, their albums, both of them, and pick out 20 songs, it's, it's going down to the wire. Let's be honest. They both got hits. But an album together would be great. It, it, but both of them. Not anytime not, soon. Not anytime soon. Neither one of them are in the mood to forgive or forget. They both got huge egos. 
And there's just a litany of other people that both of them can work with. Mm-hmm. I think the better question right now would be, who do you think has more of a career left? Man, right now it's got to be Drake because he's still got the young kids behind him. You know, he said, but there's so many young kids that love Kanye too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Drake has put up more, uh, more, like I said, more relatable music lately. Kanye went religious on us for a period of time, you know. And uh, that's not something you can play in a, a bar or a club or a lounge or whatever, like in the background, where it seems like Drake has had more of those that, or that can, you know, be used for social media, for TikTok or whatever. Yeah. Because I guarantee more of Drake's songs go top 100 off his album than Kanye's do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But it would be nice if Kanye would get on that, get back on those meds and put out one more banger of an album. Mm-hmm. I remember last time we talked, I was talking about AJ Styles being held until he could, you know, they get ready to give him one more run with the title. That's kind of Kanye right now. Right. We just need one more. And then after that, right off into the sunset and produce. And produce the hell out of everybody man like you did we not just say this guy has a huge ass ego <laughs> yeah, that's true I don't, know. I don't know i just wish both of them would just stop would a be better people and like <laughs> b just come together and squash his beef it's not worth it yeah i agree i mean drake go home be a family man Save Andre from purgatory. Yeah. Andre is somewhere on a on a corner at a corner store playing his flute. About to give someone a side <laughs> quest. Um, so we're done with that. Um, last thing we want to talk about the NFL season just started. Um the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defending champions defeated the Cowboys in a very entertaining game Thursday night. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm excited for football because I think the Texans will be lucky to win four games. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be rough. It's going to be a rough year. Like, I was, I was thinking, like, oh, man, it's going to be good to watch football again, start of the season. And then I was like, oh, wait, the Texans are going to be awful. Mm-hmm. Um, I might as well go run my errands. Like, I'm not really gonna miss much. But I don't really th- care. <laughs> really care. The good thing about them being terrible this year is they have their first and second round pick. Yes. Picks. I don't want to see um, Trevor Lawrence look like the next Joe Montana in this in his first game of his mm-hmm. career. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to see uh, what's his name. Urban Meyer look like the next, you know, Bill Walsh mm-hmm. in his first head coaching game or whatever. 
uh, as an NFL head coach. Um, and you know, I'm a, I'm a WWE guy through and through mm-hmm. the cons they own, they own the Jaguars. <laughs> so I'm, I'm Vince all the way. I'm rooting for Vince all the uh, way. And that goes as far as football in the chat. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding, but, but kind of not at the same time. You know, you brought up Vince and football. That makes me think of the XFL. And I'm like, when's that coming back? <laughs> oh uh, well, the Rock bought it. Yeah, I know, I'm, I know. I'm just saying, when's that coming back? Yeah, next year I think. May, oh, we're not gonna catch right now. We're not gonna look at that. Uh, maybe he'll maybe he'll uh, make plans after Black Adam comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when people talk, go see that. <laughs> you talk about a man who stays busy. That is Drake, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yep, you almost said Drake. Oh, yes. Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. Almost fused <laughs> them together. Um, <laughs> so um, you're not going to be watching the Texans that much this year, right? Uh, I'm not going to make the like concerted effort. Like, oh, it's it's noon. I got to be home. I got to be done with this. I've got to get like, if I'm home and I'm and it's noon and I remember, then mm-hmm. yeah, I'll check it out for sure. Mm-hmm. And I guess I sh- I guess I kind of have to. If we're going to talk about them. So maybe I'll record it and mm-hmm. go back and watch if you know. Yeah, that might be my best bet. Yeah, because I was thinking, oh, you want to do? Well, I just asked you right now. You think about doing like a weekly football thing? Yeah, we can talk about like top stories from the week. Yeah. Anything? Get this content out, baby. Content, content, content. That's it. Yeah, I think I'll pay somewhat attention to the Texans, but you remember earlier when you were talking about you have so many things to watch? Yeah. Bro, I have so many video games to play. <laughs> like, I think I've told the story before. My problem with video games is like, I'll start playing them, get bored, come back like three months later, start playing it, forget where the hell I am and have to restart and do that cycle over and over again. <laughs> so last two weeks i've been well i wouldn't say forcing myself but i've been making an effort to actually play and finish the video games that i have mm. and uh right now what am i on i'm on horizon zero dawn which is this is a post-apocalyptic game it's very it's fun i enjoy it it's just you know life gets in the way then come back and it's like i don't know any of these control reset <laughs> you know what i will i would do the texans the honor of watching their first game mm-hmm. and that's all i can promise you mm-hmm. oh i don't think you're going to be alone in that with mm-hmm. that sentiment hey but it's, uh, at the end of the day it's football and i'm excited it's back i do like watching football on sundays um so I'm going to watch somebody at least. It may not always be the Texans, but it'll be somebody. All right. Open up ESPN, go to the standings and pick your Super Bowl. <laughs> right. Uh, it's definitely not going to be the Cowboys because they are 0-1. I like the Cowboys coming this season too. <laughs> Man, they this is a shootout against Yeah, That Tampa. looked great. Um, yeah. The one interception he had – um, well, I think he threw 
Oh, I don't remember how many interception, but the I remember one I saw where people were complaining about how can you throw that ball because it hit off the receiver's hands and uh, it was in between like three uh, defenders and like you look at the replay and Dak literally threw that ball on the money, hit the receivers dead in his hands. He just couldn't hold on to it, and of course it bounces up and. Uh, one of the Tampa Bay DBs catches it for an interception. And it's like, that is going to go on Dak's uh, score sheet as an interception, but that was completely the receiver's fault. Like, he did everything right in that. It's frustrating. when, when mm-hmm. you see, It's like it's like watching a, a basketball player miss a free throw. Mm-hmm. Like, if it goes to your hands like that, oh, man. And then, again, like you said, just to add, you know, insult to injury, like, it's not even the receiver's fault in the in the record books. No, yeah, yeah, it goes down to Dak's fault. It's like, but I put the ball exactly where it it was pinpoint accuracy between three defenders, and yeah. it, and now when anyone looks at the record, it'd be like, oh, he threw thirteen interceptions this year. It's like, hold on, not all of those were my fault. Right. <laughs> we need to go back and look at these. All right, so are you looking? Uh, we talked about it last time, I think, or a couple episodes ago. I think I yes, I, I know, but I remember when I got off the um, when we finished recording and I edited, I was like, "Oh, damn, I forgot about this team because I wasn't looking at the um, the uh, standing." So uh, that's why I told you open up ESPN and look. Give me your represent of the. Give me the NFC represent. NFL. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. NFC. Oh mm-hmm. well, NFC. I'm I'm gonna just say Tampa. Tampa. I will. Okay. Yeah. Repeat. Who do you um, have? I'm not picking. I really want to pick this the repeat from last year's Super Bowl, Tampa and um, Kansas City, but I'm not going to. Okay. I'm not picking either team. Um, for from the NFC, I will pick the Seattle Seahawks. Ooh, good pick. And the fact that my girlfriend is a Seattle Seahawks fan had nothing to do with my decision. Oh, as you say, standing yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I picked the Seahawks, babe. You put the knife down. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Who you got from the AFC? Oh man, um, Patriots. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'd be that would be, you know, fairy tale. You know, best case scenario for the league. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to go against the Chiefs as well. Yeah, but I'm gonna. You know, what? I'm gonna say. Um, Just want to make sure. Uh, I the two teams I was looking at before we started were the Buffalo Bills and the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. The only problem is if any team in the league misses a game because of COVID, it's going to be the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> and the Ravens just lost both of their uh, starting running backs with blown ACLs. Yeah. Both of them, like on back-to-back plays. That's I heard about that. 
Um, I'm going to say... I don't know. I'm going to go kind of like, a surprise pick. I'll, I'll go I'll go Cleveland. Wow. Yeah. That's a winnable division. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody should be healthy this year. And it's, it's a dynamic team. Okay. All right. So I said I wouldn't pick the <laughs> – I said I wouldn't pick the Chiefs, and then I immediately eliminated the Bills and the Ravens. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, – okay. I'm picking the Los Angeles Chargers. I wanted to, but then they don't have Matthew Stafford. It's the Rams, right? Yeah, he's on the uh, – Right. Yeah, on the I consider the Chargers, but that's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, They'll probably sneak in. They'll probably sneak in as a wild card and hopefully make a run. So I got Seahawks and Chargers. You have the Bucks and the Browns. Yeah. Hey, that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Either one of those, I think, are interesting matchups. Both of us picked the uh, the veteran QB in the NFC versus the young up and coming quarterback in the AFC. Mm-hmm. I like it. Of course, the Browns make the Super Bowl, and the city of Cleveland will be uh, will be underwater from all the alcohol they'll be drinking. Right. <laughs> all right, man. Well, you got anything else? That's all I've got. All right. Well, let's get up out of here. <laughs> we 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 uh, turned a lot of nothing into something. It's a lot of something. Like we, the one topic we didn't even talk about. Uh, because I forgot about it until just now. You you know, like we can record ads and put ads into the podcast and make mm. a little bit of change off of Podgo. And one of their ads is for Love Honey. And if you Google Love Honey. Do I want to? Go ahead, Google it. Okay. Because <laughs> they give me, I have the ad copy. And the first thing it says, no two hosts. Only include this ad in your episode if your audience is 18 plus. Are you getting paid for this? Uh, we would be if I did the ad. Oh, I see. Okay. That, that's a that a title is very appropriate for its point of origin. <laughs> uh, that was a very subdued reaction. <laughs> trying to trying to be mature in my my older age mm-hmm. <laughs> but i see i see mm-hmm. what's going on mm-hmm. i will let you have the uh the read i'll let you take the reins on those reads oh yeah i'm put some sexy music in the background there you go hey girl you know what you need <laughs> but anyway we are finished well, look, look at the mm-hmm. subsidiaries <laughs> Google. Anthony has the giggle fits. <laughs> We're gonna get out of here. Uh, thank you for listening, sharing. We appreciate every one of you, and uh, we'll be back soon. But Anthony, I am De Quincy. Later, babies. <laughs>